Hi guys, welcome in another episode of my podcast. And for today, I have one and one and only Emma Kochranek. She's my social media manager and she's managing actually three of our social media accounts. And without her, I don't know what I would be doing because there is so many tasks. That's why she's here because she can tell us more about herself because very thing which is impressive, she's very young and she created this business. I'm so lucky that she took the time and she's here because she's going to be sharing some ideas which could maybe help you to overcome some of your beliefs. One of them could be, I'm too young. So thank you very much, Emma, for coming. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Also, just I want to point it out. For those who you didn't see, you need to go and check our vlogging video because we were swimming in the sea. So go and check that videos as well. <laughs> Emma, could you tell us more about yourself, in your words, what you do, where are you based? And uh, yeah, and we'll take it from there. Yep. So my name is Emma Cochran and I have a social media agency. So I started that just over a year ago. It was a year in August, so nearly a year and a half. And I was 20 when I started that. I'd just turned 20 and really young. I had no idea really what I was doing, but I knew that I was good at what I was doing and it was time to leave my job because I wasn't enjoying my job. I used to work in a school um, helping children with additional support needs and I loved it, but wasn't going anywhere. And I knew I couldn't do that for the rest of my life. So I was doing social media for my partner and I was getting really good at it and we were getting good results. So I decided to take it a step further and start a business from it. I left my job and I went full time in my business and I was making more money in my business than I was in my job. What I do with my clients is I take over their social medias so they don't have to spend time thinking about what to post, thinking about when to post, creating the content, writing the copy, all that time is saved and I do it for them. I'm researching strategies to grow their social media and I do it all so they don't have to do it. I can say from my, you know, obviously experience working with you, not only that I see that it's saving me so much time because the time what I save, I can invest in uh, things which can make me either more money or I can invest in the things which I like to do, my hobbies or be with my family, because I know this part of the business is handled. And in today's world, social media are important. So we all need to understand that, but it's not as simple as it seems from the beginning. And just an example, I had uh, just today, uh, I have a client for my coaching and he wrote me a message. I told him, yeah, yesterday he, se he secured the rent and deal and he wrote me a message uh that you know this and this deal and some numbers i'm like okay great make sure to make a social media post from that what just happened you know he had the photos make sure to make and he asked me <laughs> vincent but what should i write what would be one thing if somebody is let's say they are starting in their own business and they know social media is important what would be like one or few things which you would recommend them to do to start doing which can help them with their social media so the first thing would be they need to know exactly who they're targeting and that's not just for their social media you'll agree that that's that's going to benefit their business in general knowing exactly who they're targeting mm. but when it comes to their social media they need to know who they're talking to because they're not just selling their service or their product they're selling themselves and they need to know who they're talking to. Who do you want to come in? Who do you want your audience to be? So one of the number one thing, the first step is to be really clear on who you want your audience to be. So you could be targeting 
uh, mindset coaches but is it mindset coaches that are just starting out is it mindset coaches that have are already earning two thousand pound a month is it mindset coaches that are working with just anybody or is it mindset coaches that are working with people in the corporate world you know mm. be really specific so then you know exactly what content you can put out there and then the next step from there would be you know who your target audience are but what do they need what do they actually need from you and what can you give them you know what are their pain points and that's where all your content is going to come from is knowing exactly what their pain points are so that you can show how you can help them absolutely so definitely knowing who you are targeting you are talking about knowing your audience who you are talking to which is obviously to do with your business and also you are saying like their pain points because they have some struggles and they need help with those struggles and you are there to help them with whatever the business is. And more specific, the posting is to this targeted audience, right? So more, you know, engaging it's going to be and basically the, the right person will see that post. So for example, there are these advertisements and says like, are you between 25 and 30, you know, of age and you are, uh, I don't know, single mom, that's going to resonate with people who are exactly in this niche. One another thing, if you if you could say what could help someone to to do regarding their social media, because you said like it's, you need to do a lot of research. So what kind of research do you need to do uh, before you take on a client? So if I'm taking on a new client, I'm going to look through, especially in our first month when we're working together, I'm going to look through, and continuously actually, we're going to look at what posts are working. You don't just... You know, you, we want to be posting carousels, graphics, reels, stories, everything. We want you to utilise everything. And then what I'll do as well is I'll look at what posts are doing better. Maybe it's even just the personal posts are doing better and it's because your audience just like to see real raw footage of you. Or maybe your carousels are doing better because people like to, to scroll and have really good value from you. But everybody's audience is different and that's why it's so important that you've got somebody that can analyse the analytics properly and know what's working best. You know, I've got softwares that do that for me and I can just look at a whole month of posts that we've posted and know what's doing best and maybe what we wouldn't try again or maybe if there's a post that done well, we can look at why it did well and how we can do more of that. Amazing. Thank you very much for sharing. I think it will be very helpful for someone who wants to, you know, work on their social media because I see it very often and I've been in that same uh, ones I posted about this property strategy, ones I posted about mindset, ones I posted about this. And I didn't know who I was talking to. So the posts have no no engagement, nothing was happening. So definitely there are good valid points. Um, also, now let's go a little bit backwards. Uh, when you started, you know, working, and you said like you tested with your partner, it seems that it's working. You find out that you are good at at this. So, how did you decide it? You know, when you were just twenty, that you 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 will actually do it full time. Like, or were there like any people where they would be telling you like, don't do it, or you're stupid, or how was that for you? The experience. Uh, well, I've actually got a funny story. I didn't tell any of my family when I left my job because especially my mum, who's very supportive now, um, you know, she thought, no, you know, this is just like a little side thing. It'll fizzle out and stick to your job and don't don't leave it. So I went away to a personal development event in October. I think it was October. 
And that's kind of when I went, right, I'm not I'm not going back to my job. I had to put my words down and, and then I thought, I'm not going back. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this step. So I came back and I pretended to go to work for two weeks. I got up in the morning and left the house for half past eight in the morning because I, I usually started at nine and I went to Starbucks. And I didn't tell my mum for two weeks until I just couldn't hold it in anymore. And, you know, I went to the living room and I was like, mum, I, I need to tell you, I've left my job. Um, and she was like, today? And I went, no, two weeks ago. Um, because I just thought that she wouldn't be supportive. And actually, she was completely supportive because I can still go back and my qualifications aren't going anywhere. If I needed to, I can go back to a job. And that's kind of where she felt relieved about that. But I know that's not really an option for me. It was scary in that way because I didn't have my mum, who was my best friend, there for the first two weeks. But it was the best decision ever made. And I had my partner, Lewis, who he has his own business. He's a business coach. And that's where the idea kind of came from. Um, We'd actually went to a property networking event. I think it was with you, Vincent. I think you were there. Maybe. And he, I was like, there's no need for me to come to this. You know, I'm not interested in property and why would I come? And he went, well, because you're my social media manager. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm just helping you. And I don't need to be there. There's no need. I'll just stick out. So I went and he went, trust me, just tell people that you're my social media manager. So I went and when we're introducing ourselves, that's how I introduced myself. I was like, I'm Lucy's social media manager. And the reactions were insane. Like people were like, wow, that's so interesting. I need a social media manager. Yes. I really need somebody to help me with my social media. And yeah. oh, can you can you give me any advice? And people were instantly interested in it. More yeah. interested than I'd ever been in the title. <laughs> and that's I was on the drive home, it was about 45 minutes, and I was sitting there in silence and I'm thinking. Maybe I could actually do this. Maybe yeah. I should actually listen to Lewis and mm. make this a business. So I got home and I said that to him and he was like, see, I knew that I knew that would happen. And he knew that was a plan all along. I actually had my very first client came to me. Um, he messaged me. I didn't have to do any sort of outreach. He just messaged me on LinkedIn and asked me to do social media. So it just started great from the get-go. When you said that you know you didn't want to go there, but at the end you you went. Lewis told you it's a good thing to go. You went, and you had a great feeling from that. It mm-hmm. gives you this like, okay, I can actually do that. People are interested in that, and I can build a business around it. And um, it's just because very often I feel like sometimes there are people which they they have a product or service, but they are sometimes just you know hiding behind the screen or not even showing their face and just maybe just words, but not even going on those networking events, not meeting people face to face. But when you get out of your comfort zone and you go and you do something like that, you can build a lot of new relationship and you can build a business from that much easier because people like people, right? And people buy from people. And if you show yourself and you show your personality and people like it, so why they wouldn't be working with you if they need you, right? So there is no question of who I want to as a social media manager, it's, it was the same with me. The, I know you are new to that, but the thing is there was already built a trust 
So I know that you will do your best in order to improve my social media. So I didn't need to look anywhere else because the, the trust was there already. And that's how the business is done, right? Yeah, and I always kind of think, you know, there's 7 billion people. There's always going to be somebody out there that you're going to be able to give value to and help. It's yeah. just about actually getting yourself out there. If I'm hiding behind my screen, I'm not really going to get anywhere. Actually, I was checking that uh, in the UK, uh, I was writing about it somewhere. I think there was like around, I don't remember exactly the numbers, but I think it was around 615,000 businesses are opened in one year, or it was some year, 2019, 2021, I don't know which one. And from that is like 500,000 businesses closed in the same year. But the thing is that it means there is still 100,000 and something businesses they open and they, they are actually doing it. And it means that there is every year new 100,000 people, they need social media manager and you need few of them, <laughs> not many, right? Yeah. Uh, have you had this like a thought sometimes in your head, like, Will somebody will trust me when doing their social media because I don't have much experience because I'm just starting and I'm so young? Have you had those thoughts in your head or you were like, no, no, no problem? Yeah, I've I've had those thoughts, you know, and especially around starting my own social media. It took me, funnily enough, it took me a year to even start my own Instagram and Facebook page because I was too nervous to get my own face out there. I was worried that people would then look at this account and it wasn't going to get me any business anyway because I have to build it. And when I've only got 100 followers, who's going to trust me to build their social media? But, you know, you helped me with that. Lewis helped me with that. Everybody's got to start somewhere. And I can't say that I can do something if I'm not even doing it myself. And now you post all the time. Now you can't stop. Now you see your face there all the time. I'm like, okay, Emma. Again, she's in this. She's swimming somewhere, or she's playing with the dog. Again, Emma. <laughs> and now, when you start thinking about like who to hire, like you know, if you see the person again and again and again, so you just hire him. Okay. So from your point of view, if somebody is like really like 19, 20, 21, I don't know, and they want to start their own business and they have those you know feelings that they are too young, who would trust them? Who would buy from them? Is there anything you could you know advise them what to do? You know, it's kind of like thinking, well, right now you're too young, but in five years, you're going to have another excuse. You're going, you might be too inexperienced or in 20 years, you're going to be too old or you might say, I don't have enough money. There's always going to be something in your head that's going to stop you from doing it. So you just need to do it because you're going to get older. That's fine. You're going to grow your experience while you're doing it. You're better to start young. You know, I could, if I'd waited five years then I'd have lost that whole five years of experience and that whole five years of business. Even if in five years' time, I don't have a you know, business that's earning me £10,000 a month, that's fine because I still started and I've still got all that experience behind me. So it's just... And the one thing that helped me is having support around me. I didn't let myself be around people that didn't support it. I was really lucky that my partner is so immersed in business and has business contacts and goes to business events and personal development events. So I was around support and that was the thing that really helped me. It's important to have someone who helps you on your journey because when you are alone, it's very easy to give up or, you know, just go to the back habits when what people had. Yeah. You know, when you mentioned that, you know, this five years experience that, you know, if you start now, you're not going to have it because you'll start just later and you just find yourself a different excuse. It's 
you know, it's it's a lot. Very often you see it like with older people, they are like, you know, I have a 20 years of experience. But the thing is, they maybe didn't do that many things in those 20 years. Only thing is they have 20 years on the chart because they are older. But maybe you could accomplish more in one year than somebody in 10 or 20 years because you are just doing much more of that. Right. So the age shouldn't be a barrier and it should be, you know, it should be even better for people because they see if I see somebody who is young, it's more like they are enthusiastic. They want to grow their business and they learn as they go. And I know they want to develop their skills and it's going to get even better and better when somebody is already doing it for 20 years and you'll tell them, yeah, but I've seen there is this new trend going on. Maybe, maybe do you want to try that? I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's stay, stick with that because they are not that open to change, right? Absolutely. So what is it you would like to accomplish in with your business? Where do you see yourself, let's say, in the next five years, if you have that kind of plan or the next year, what, what would you like to accomplish? In the next five years, um, I'd like my business to be fully systemized um, and I'll still be growing it. But I've also got another vision that I want to grow, that I've started growing, um, which is one of my passions, journaling. And I want to create a little journaling community where I it's not going to be about money. It's just because my business is making me the money and my business is giving me everything that I need and I'm working on that. But I can invest the time into this journaling community where I'm going to support people like me who kind of, you know, I've had to work on my mindset and I've stressed a lot and I got overwhelmed at the tiniest little things. And journaling is something that really helped me and I think especially as a young entrepreneur, you need to be able to be in control of your mind and be in control of stress and overwhelm because it's going to happen. You're going to get stressed and you need to be able to get over that. And journaling is the thing that's helped me, you know, every single morning I sit and I brain dump and everything that I'm thinking about, I write it down so that I'm not going to write about it all day. I'm not going to think about it all day. And I plan what I'm going to do for the day and to write a positive affirmation and a journal prompt and it just completely grounds me and that's kind of my vision for in five years that I'll have my own journal um mm. that'll be that'll be released and I'll be helping people to kind of get on that journey that I'm on and although I've not been on that journey for that long already I know that in you know five years time I'll have the experience to be able to help people I'll be a lot further along in my own journey as well. Journaling is definitely a good thing to do. I have it actually written in one of my tasks because <laughs> I have a coach and uh, every I had to choose three new things, three new habits where I want to develop. And one of them I have written a journaling. It was a few months ago, I think. And I started and I do it sometimes, but I'm not consistent with that because it takes time to build a new habit. And uh, and at the moment, I don't see it as a priority. But when I was writing this down, actually, I have it, I think, here somewhere, it was really powerful because you just, as you said, you just take those things from your head and you just uh, put them on the paper, right? And it's just super good because it's not always that you need to read it again, but it's more like you clear your mind, it's, it's there and perfect. And now you have a open mind and you are clear for a new things to come absolutely and even like planning my day something that i um develop even just writing my own journal i'm changing little bits and everything and i used to write my to-do list and that's what it was called you know this is the things i need to do yeah. and that overwhelmed me so i changed the word in and it's my plan for the day 
And yeah. it's not, I need to do this. Oh, 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 what if I don't get it done? It's, this is what I'm going to do today. And like that kind of thing, that helps. And it just clears your mind and you know exactly your intentions for the day. And then you can get on with them. And even though I take maybe 15 minutes, sometimes half an hour, depending on how much is on my mind, every morning, it saves me time in the day because I'm so much more productive. And do you also write there your uh, vision of what you want to accomplish in your life, like uh, things? I'm going to be doing that once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's important to be recapping on it. And not every day. Um, yeah, not every day. But I do write that down and I have a document that I look at and a, a vision board, which I've not printed out yet, but I've got a vision board that I created. Yeah. And every Sunday I plan my week in my calendar. Every single detail of the week is planned to a T. I know from my experience, when I started writing things down, uh, I was writing a lot of things, not backwards, but more like what I want to accomplish. But as you are saying, like writing everything into the detail and uh, and really the things were started happening and they are happening. And I, I have it all saved, all the journals uh, for the past 12 years. And uh, I remember once I was uh, giving my car into the car mechanic and it was back in Czech Republic and I was waiting. So I went to the pub and I was waiting there and it was sun, and I remember it. I just sat there, and I just started writing what life I want to have. And I didn't have a girlfriend by then. I I, I was just imagining it that my girlfriend be, be looking like that, and we'll have uh, kids, and we'll have all of that. And after I met Barbara, and uh, and now we have kids, and all these things happened because I wrote it down. And uh, before I wrote it down, even things about I'll have my own cafe, and I didn't even know how. Even I wrote the shift of people, which they're imaginary. <laughs> Like everything. And uh, it's really powerful when you write it in the detail that it's actually happening, all these mm-hmm. things. Just crazy. Yeah, because when you write it down and you start believing it, then you start making little tiny changes in your life to make it happen. Absolutely. It's good to share with the paper or with someone when you can because it's really start happening. Can you tell how is your account on social media called for the journaling if somebody would want to join this journey of journaling uh so that's called babe entrepreneur on instagram we will leave it in the description as well but just in case somebody would like to check it out if somebody is like you know they are already started their own business and maybe they are already making a little bit of money or they are thinking of starting and they would like to you know connect with you and maybe just have a chat about what you could do for them some people, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, some people, they are shy. So they are like, mm, I'm not sure if I want to book a call. It takes really long time. Some people, they book a call with me and they are on, on my mailing list for a year. But the thing is, they get need to get to know me more. So, so is there anything you could tell them now, which, you know, you could help them with? So maybe on some of example of my social media before we started or, or any other client uh, regarding what, how it helped me or any other client and how you could help someone else. So they are more likely to speak with you i know there there was one client and their reach increased from about i think it was a it was around thirteen thousand percent that their reach increased in the first month um and that was simply because they went from posting maybe once a week maybe once a month just here and there to consistently posting and this was only three times a week, and this was also adding in reels. Okay. Um, and his social media reach grew drastically in the first month because we just increased how much he was posting. 
mm-hmm. and he didn't even have to spend any more time. In fact, he was spending less time because I was doing it for him. In the meantime, I have just opened my account. So for example, the October is gone. So from 2nd October to 31st of October, I have account reached 3,982, which is plus, which is important to plus always, plus 31% from the month before. Accounts engaged 12,500, which is plus 79.1%, and total followers plus 1%, I have, which is uh, 1,492 followers now. So when I see that, the engagement and all those things, and I see that everything is in a plus, so I know it's get going somewhere, you know? So it's really powerful. And the thing is, you know, it's really saved me so much time. So thank you again for doing that. And um, I hope you're not, not planning increasing my prices anytime soon, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> cool. Is there anything else you would like to share, Emma, uh, before we finish? I'd like to say to anybody that's thinking about ever buying fake followers, don't do it. Um, it was something that people did probably a few years ago. And I don't think anybody understood how bad it is for your account. Mm. And I still see people doing it. I actually saw a social media agency who done it and she bought fake followers for our client. You know, you can buy fake followers. You'll get people messaging you saying, oh, for £2 or $2, you can buy 1,000 followers. And the way to think of that is they're fake. They're not going to engage in your posts. They're not going to buy your services. They're not going to buy your products. They're not even going to look at your posts. They're just fake. And when Instagram then sees that, so if you've got 1,000 real followers and 1,000 fake followers, Instagram can read your analytics and go, hold on, nobody's even liking this person's content. Nobody even wants to see it because, you know, she's got all these followers, but nobody's engaging in it. So Instagram isn't going to push your content because they think it's rubbish and they think it's not got any value in it. And it can really ruin your account to do that I just want to say that because I see it everywhere um you know I get people reaching out to me um in dms and I look at their account and they've got fake followers and if you know what you're looking for it really really decreases people's reputation because people can then look at it and see that they've got fake followers and instantly the trust's gone yeah I know <clears throat> I have to say that I made this mistake when somebody asked me and I said, so you said like it was $10 or something. And it was like overnight, 2000 followers or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's good. You know, and I fell in the trap. But after when we were speaking, he told me about that. And uh, also I heard it somewhere. And I told you, if you remember like, okay, Emma, now you need to unfollow them. Yeah. <laughs> so you were like, because you need to do it one by one, right? Mm-hmm. So it's exhausting. And uh, I don't know if there are still some fake followers or not. If yes, you need to unfollow them, Emma. But yep. I... I told you to do that because I know that it wasn't, you know, doing any good, but because I didn't know and somebody sold me this idea. So I fall into the trap as well. So it's a very good and valid point. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I think you shared a lot of valuable knowledge for people who are doing social media because, you know, many people, they don't like doing it. They like to be on it. They like to watch it, but they don't like to do it for their business. And I see it all the time. I have a lot of clients and I had just meeting yesterday with my client first session. And I was like, do you know that you will need to start to doing social media? And she's like, really? And uh, she wants to build a <laughs> online courses. And I'm like, yeah, if you want to be building online courses, you will need to be online. So social media is a part of it. 
she's like, oh, okay, I see. Uh -huh. So, but she's not very excited about that. Nobody is at the beginning. So, I mean, if those tips can help to break through those, you know, uh, starting barriers, so definitely good. Perfect. So thank you, Emma, for coming and having you in here. And uh, I'll speak to you anyway soon. And I'm so, so excited for our next venture, either in the sea or I don't know what we'll do. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. It was lovely.